Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup podcast. In today's episode, we have Julie taking us on a very timely topic. And I say this many times because that's what we're always doing because the industry is always evolving. There's always something new to talk about. And we're going to be talking about AI and PPC this time. I'm sure that you probably have seen on your LinkedIn or Twitter timeline, a lot of people have been talking about chat GPT. So that's an AI tool that if you ask it to deliver you some content in some way of like an ad copy or something to write on your social media or some like a bit of text to write, or if you ask it a question for it to answer you, it gives you a bit of its knowledge of the thing that you've asked for it based on, uh, you know, it's been trained, trained, I think (laughs) it's been developed to have analyzed a lot of the content that is online all over the world to then give you an appropriate answer to your question. So yeah, we're talking about how that's going to affect things like ad copy, keyword creation, and just automation in digital advertising, in paid search, and not just automation, AI, and how AI could take over the menial day-to-day tasks that we're doing. So yeah, Hope you enjoy. Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu, and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and consider best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to get the up-to-date tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to, even if you don't make it to the PPC Chat Live discussions. And even if you do, then like, follow, share and retweet on Twitter with my handle, The Marketing Anu, or join us on our LinkedIn group, which is the PPC Chat Roundup podcast. Or if you're on Instagram, why don't you check out the latest snippets and quotes from previous episodes. So as I said, we have Julie taking us on the topic of AI and PPC. And I'm wondering, well, how have you guys found it? How have you guys experienced it? Have you started testing that out? I tried to test it this week, but every time I try to test it, I keep getting the alert that there's an overload and yeah, it's not available at the moment. So I haven't had the chance to test it yet, but it's not a want of trying. It's not of, you know, sticking my head in the sand and not want to try new things. I do love to try new things, but yeah, right now, loads of people are trying it out. There's no capacity for me. Anyway, before we get into the questions, we've got Julie's PSA going, yeah, this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. So if you have something you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and very supportive community. So please don't be afraid to share, but lurkers and just the listeners of the podcast are always welcome too. So let's get straight into the questions. We have Julie going, yeah, let's get into it. Question one, are you currently utilizing any AI, artificial intelligence in your PPC efforts? If so, what are you using? If not, why not? And we got Sarah Steeman responding saying, yes, and sometimes it is simply in communication to the client, aka sentence rewrites and other times ad copy. Wow. And we have Gil Gildner responding saying, I'd say we utilize machine learning, but not AI, artificial intelligence. Lots of Google's automated approaches are machine learning, Pmax, bidding, etc. But we don't use anything outside of that. And so, yeah, they're now using AI as well. 
And Hector also asks Gil, saying, do you also use machine learning apart from what is already being provided by the platform? Gil responds, no, we've not found that any third party tools are really high quality enough to use on a day to day basis. Interesting. Christine Luzerne held response to question one, saying we use machine learning, smart bidding, Pmax, but not a lot of AI. I'm still of the mindset that a human can write better than a computer. I wouldn't be against using chat GPT to get copy or keyword ideas though. Debbie Norton responds to question one saying G smart campaigns with some of the budgets. Lack of transparency with these accounts drives me nuts. Ryan Scullin responds saying like most we have been using machine learning within Google ads for a while. I've had a play around with chat GPT for creating ads etc but mostly experiment and see how good it really is. Rory responds to question one saying looking forward to testing this tool that uses chat GPT to screen search terms yes that's yeah Michael Schroeder that shared that about it's like an excel file that checks the quality of the keywords that chat gpt has actually given you so yeah and he continues at this stage I wanted to test things and see what sticks and this whole response saying easy win on initial keyword research via chat gpt online advertising academy goes yes but for brainstorming and getting ad copy ideas from chat gpt but the ad copy still needs revision it's not a good cut and paste tool for google ads or blogs ray bassett responds saying i have dabbled with some ai to draft copy ideas about a year ago i didn't find it useful so abandoned the approach haven't tried chat gpt yet and we have Julia Weiss responding to question one saying, not sure what exactly counts as AI, but I have a lot of automation enabled in platforms and several platforms are using lists to look for lookalike audiences. Ads still written and approved by people, keywords still researched by people in the tools. And I responded to that saying, yeah, I froze on this question as well, because from seeing a few answers, I thought, wait, what is AI and PPC? Because people were giving answers around, yes, they still use automation in with their Google ads. But I'm like, that's not exactly what AI is. But then I thought probably chat GPT and the like, I assume is what they're talking about in terms of AI. So they don't mean like automation, like bidding strategies or RSAs. And yeah, Harrison responds to me saying, yeah, the differentiation between say machine learning and artificial intelligence is interesting. Maybe machine learning is part of AI. I'm not sure. Neither am I. Hector goes to Julia Weiss saying, have you ever tried Facebook API for audience segment research? Julia Weiss goes, no, not the API, just audiences within the platform, then first party lists. Hector goes, try it. You will definitely like it. Interesting. And we have Julie responding saying, I'm going to agree with Gil Gilner here in that we use some machine learning functions in Google. I have not used any AI like chat GPT for any aspect of PPC to date. I am interested in testing what it can do, but behind the scenes, not auto used or applied. And we have Sophie Logan responding to question one, the Sophie Logan, who is going to be speaking at the next PPC Live UK on the 2nd of Feb. So if you're in the UK or in, and in London specifically, please go to ppcliveuk.com for your tickets. Anyway, continuing her answer with her answer to question one, she goes utilizing some in-platform automation features, but staying away from anything to do with ad copy and keywords at the moment. Julia Weiss gives another answer to question one saying, I did run a test with Al but AI several years ago. Remember them? No, I don't. It was a quasi success. Not perfect, but very interesting. Yeah. 
Albert AI, I don't know. And Julie responds to that saying, I sometimes wonder what IBM's Watson thinks about all the current AI hoopla. (laughs) Um, Yeah, don't know about IBM's Watson as well. I hope it has something to do with Sherlock Holmes and Watson. (laughs) Dwayne Brown responds to question one saying, we have looked at some AI tools and test stuff. Nothing comes to mind where we use AI in our day-to-day. Most use automation, which is more machine learning and that jazz. Mark Subel responds saying, yes, for ad copies, it's been really helpful when you're just not feeling creative. And then Ector herself responds to question one saying, yes, I would say I use a lot of it. Copies, topic search, brand research, USPs, and many more. I literally put a prompt in chat GPT to write USPs for a clothing brand. And it did. And I tweaked a bit, showed to clients. And he said, we didn't notice these points. Oh, interesting. And then we have Ashton Clark responding to question one saying we test automated bidding if that counts as AI. Uh, That's the thing. I don't think it does in various accounts and keep it active if it performs well. Other than that, all of our processes for keyword research, ad copy, etc. are still done by people. And then we have Sam responding to question one saying, I think almost everyone is using some form of machine learning in their PPC campaigns. If you use smart or automated anything, you use machine learning. In my opinion, one of the biggest issues in the industry is the conflation between ML and AI. To provide some context on how I think about this, AI is machines that mimic or exceed human capacities without human intervention or assistance. Machine learning algorithms that enable programs or platforms or systems to identify patterns, make decisions, plus improve via iteration. Julie responds to Sam saying, I agreed. I think we have been immersed in machine learning in platforms for quite a few years. This topic seems timely with all the talk about chat GPT, which is AI. And yeah, Sam responds saying, yeah, chat GPT is just a predictive text algorithm. It doesn't understand language or concepts. It's simply predicting the next word in a series based on an initial data set plus using methods that have been in use for years in, for example, Google search. Justin, loads of people have answers to that. And Anders goes, yeah, I asked a 30-year-old industry professional from the cement industry to tell the biggest challenge they had. ChatGPT provided a 10 out of 10 answer in 15 seconds. The effect is more than just adding words because we have given the internet all our knowledge. And Sam goes, yeah, I have seen the same thing and the polar opposite, asking GPT basic information about specific legal case types and the financial products and receiving information that is entirely outdated, incorrect, and in one instance, illegal. Wow, illegal. So yeah, don't trust everything ChatGPT tells you. Sam continues saying, I think there's even been a significant underestimation of the importance of trust, reliability, plus consistency in search. There is a reason China is already moving aggressively to regulate algorithmically generated content. Yeah, regulation of algorithms. And Go as well goes agreed to Sam's point saying, yeah, it can't understand abstractions, can't solve riddles and biases towards vague responses. If there isn't exact copy or paste data available, it's an impressive linguistic tool, but I'd hardly call it AI. Kirk also joins the conversation. So that's Kirk Williams saying, I was talking to a friend 
about ChatGPT and trying to describe how we had been working with similar, albeit simpler tech within Google Ads for years, e.g. their headline description suggestions. Harrison goes, this is one reason why I don't understand the people saying Google is terrified of ChatGPT. I mean, Google has to have tech on this level at a minimum. Absolutely. And Sam goes, Google's publicly disclosed alternatives to ChatGPT are exponentially more impressive. For instance, they contain significant reinforcements learning protocols, which result in more accurate and properly cited information. Harrison goes, interesting. I'll have to research that a bit personally. I haven't been that impressed with ChatGPT. It's interesting and I can see where it's going, but all it does now is produce information you can find through search. It's just faster. And Kirk responds to that saying, I had a developer friend who showed me a complex question he asked. I couldn't hope to even describe it because he lost me. And ChatGPT returned an accurate answer of what he was saying with an example line of code. It wasn't a finalized version, but it was enough to impress him. So yeah, some people are impressed. Some people like Sam are certainly not. So after that, delving deep into the difference between machine learning and AI, we go on to question two. And Jilly asks us, what type of AI do you think has the most promise for use in PPC and why? Sarah Steeman responds saying, I think imagery, but I don't know. It's almost hard to perceive where we will be with regards to this. I do think Google will lean in and promise less data, more automation. And then Ryan Scholar in response to question two, saying the most obvious AI tools would be around keyword research and AI copy creation, as I think those are quite simple. But I wouldn't be surprised if we use some really cool and advanced tools out by the end of next year. Debbie Knowlton responds to question two, saying programmatic paid search is gaining much traction. I'm seeing high exposure, medium CTRs and high CPCs. If it leads to a sale, then it's good. Gil responds to question two, saying, I think there would be a place for a tool that optimizes shopping feeds in a less annoying manner, but I've seen too many weird edge cases to be super confident in how well it would do. And this response to question two saying, I think we will see tons of AI solutions pop up this year. Initial usage for PPC is on keyword research, categorization, then it will move towards ad analysis and copy text and finally landing page drafting. Kirk Williams response saying, I think ChatGPT like applications as an assist to a good PPCRs are great. For instance, in thinking up new headline ideas or even in creating landing page content, but it has limitations and the devil is in the details and still needs someone to finalize the results. And a mixed extraordinary response saying 100% in agreement. Rory responds saying products like copy.ai that supplement tools in the PPC as built. Anything that will automate, compile, create, eliminate or manual work. A few more levers for us to pull, but end of the day, the value to be in the advertiser's brain and gut. Kristen responds to question two saying, one of my clients recently sent me a list of keywords ideas that were generated by chat GPT. And I thought that was an interesting idea. I would hesitate to rely on AI tools to write my ad copy, but using it during the research phase seems like a safer approach. Chris Connorwell responds to question two saying, I think tools like Pentel AI can reduce the development time for ad creative and increase the speed with which campaigns go live and iterate testing. This can also help brands test into new channels who have previously faced cost constraints. 
And then we have Harrison responding to question two saying, as I've been sitting here thinking about it, I wonder if AI could work well for initial keyword research, at least to generate an initial list for review. I think it has potential for creative assistance too. Over time, I imagine the use cases will grow. Fraser Andrews responds saying, I guess ideally it's how AI spots things that we haven't. Obviously, as humans, we have the context that AI doesn't. So the combination between the two is where I can see AI come into its own. And then I respond and say, yeah, the AI that helps with ad copy, I definitely think does have promise. I do think it gives a clear help for those who embrace automation and want to cut coming up with creative time by a lot. So yeah, if you want to reduce the amount of time it takes to come up with a creative, I think, yeah, definitely use these AI tools. Julie responds to question two saying the idea of something like chat GPT that can generate a ton of ideas for ad copy, landing pages, etc., is intriguing. The models being up to date is a concern though. Chat GPT data only goes up until 2020 or maybe it's 2021. That's a huge gap. Yes, definitely. That is a huge gap. Julia Vice responds to question two saying, hot take. I don't know if the type of AI with the most promise has come out yet. Huh? The way people search audio with potential for AR results tells me that the most promising AI is the deepest surveillance, <clears throat> learning tools that platforms can devise. Ashton Clark responds to question two saying, I've been playing around with Chad GPT and it's pretty impressive. Definitely couldn't be used as the end all be all, i.e. I wouldn't just copy and paste the output and deliver it to a client, but it could be a great tool to start brainstorming copy and keyword ideas. Sophie Logan responds to question two saying, I'd probably say keyword research, but with how loose keywords are getting nowadays, I'd still say it would need a fair amount of human guidance. Yeah, definitely. Harrison goes, yeah, today's keyword matching type seems to be more like this. Exact is equals to phrase. Phrase is actually broad, broad, whatever Google feels like. <laughs> yeah. And Sophie goes, so glad my current clients don't have interest in seeing their search terms reports. That will take some explaining. Yeah, that's no kidding. Harrison goes, sometimes I have to explain it to myself. Yeah. Looking at some of the things that come out in search query reports can be shocking. And in response to Julie, where she answered question two, saying that being up to date is a concern for the fact that chat GPT data only goes up until 2020 or 2021. Harrison goes, yeah, I like that it can generate a lot of ideas really quickly. They may not be unique, but it gives you a great head start and you can work from there. Julie goes, for me, I want AI or machine learning to make things easier or more efficient. So if it can generate a ton of ideas that I can use to write ideas or landing page copy, that that's a great tool and time saver. Yeah, in this industry, we just want to save time. Mark Suba responds to question two saying the ad copy and landing page suggestions from ChatGPT have been okay, but not great. We use it more as an assist mechanism right now to give us ideas we haven't thought of and then tweak it a bit to make more sense. And then we go on to question three from Julie and she asks, what type of AI do you think is potentially most problematic for PPC and why? 
Rand's call and response says, I, as a few people have already mentioned, I think it's more problematic when people take the output from AI and apply it without checking it over first. These AI tools can be great to give you a head start, but it still needs a human to check things over. And I responded to that saying that, yeah, I was going to say it's the similar thing. It's not necessarily about the AI, it's about the people. But then I thought this is more to do with problematic people, not problematic AI. And he goes, he agrees. Gil responds saying anything that involves Google and budgets. Anders goes, AI is a tool. Usage of AI gets problematic when someone else is using it and you are not in control, in my opinion. Rory responds to question three saying, faulty data sets containing false data. I am skeptical of types of AI or machine learning that claims to scrape data in XYZ and provides you with niche audience information for better targeting. I think there will be an opportunity for tools to be created that audit the quality of data. And Sarah Steamer responds to question three saying, well, if you have used chat GPT, some answers are just factually incorrect. So incorrect copy claims and then the legal aspects could definitely be a concern and factor. And then we have Julia Weiss responding to question three saying, I mean, replacing keywords with audiences plus predictive behavior, niche searches and built in nuance are going the way of the dodo. Oh, interesting. And then we have Ashton Clark responding to question three saying, I think creative could be hugely problematic. AI can pull images from other artists and use it in their outputs, but they and anyone using that generated image don't actually have the rights to use the artist's work. Interesting. And then Robert Brady responds to question three saying, I think AI will always have a bias problem. It could be coming from the data set or from assumptions made in development, etc. They'll work to minimize it, but it will always be there. Dwayne Brown responds to question two saying, if AI can understand humans and context, data analysis could be super interesting. Person meets machine. So if Logan responds to question three saying, I think the concept in general could be problematic for agencies. If a business feels comfortable using all these AI tools and automation options, Options, then they might feel it's best to just do it themselves. Dwayne Brown responds to question three saying, see my responses to, to question two. Tech is bad at understanding humans and context, which is why it struggles right now. Harrison responds to question three saying, anything within a black box operating without oversight or without us being able to understand processes is concerning. That is why I don't like Google's automated creative option. You can get some really problematic combination if it's not watched. Julie then responds to question three saying, I think the biggest issue will always be that what is best for the platforms and what is best for its advertisers can never align a hundred percent. So when you bring AI or even machine learning into the equation, that bias is very much baked in and it all sucks at nuance correctly. And then we have Hector responding to question three saying anything that can get into competitors insights or AI that can degrade other brands done out of market competition uh -huh, is absolutely problematic. Then with copies or creative as well, it will need human touch until it becomes AI and machine learning and human emotions taking all of those things into consideration and yeah Julie goes I'm loving the conversation today as she goes on to question four she asks what kind of AI would you like to see developed or deployed in PPC 
Rory responds, I'd love to develop a tool that allows small businesses, local services to create their own campaigns for those who can't afford hiring PPCers. So things to add keywords, budgets, few pieces of ad copy discussing businesses, tool compiles plus launches, tool provides weekly reports. Gil responds in AI, which helps us identify granularly which keywords or campaigns show up for, <laughs> yeah, nice start. And so basically better SQR. <laughs> so basically one that brings back transparency, Harrison goes. Debbie responds, I'd particularly like to see the same stats or manual intervention with G-Smart campaigns as we do with regular G-Search campaigns. And to this question, I answered, yeah, to be fair, I'm more in the process of work on the automation in AI that has been currently dispatched that still needs a lot of improvement first before looking to deploy anything new. So work on, you know, giving a more transparency of the AI and automation has already been worked on. And Tim Halloran responds saying, yes, how about they polish up PMAX before working on anything new? Yeah, and do that well before launching it. And then we have Julie responding to question four saying, I would love an AI for PPC competitor research. Input your client or brand and then have options to input known competitors or have it find competitors in search or social. Some tools have parts of this, but not across everything. Interesting. And we have Hector responding saying, you have some APIs like this, Julie, where you can pull this out. Still need some facelift, but good for the start. What kind of APIs are doing this? Which tools are doing this? Ekta, give us some resources. And we have Kristen responding to question four saying, I would like to see AI in smart reporting where it can quickly pull up analysis on any major metric in PPC at a given moment. And Tim Halloran responds saying, I'd love placement recommendations based on industry. Oh, this is an HR SAAS product. Consider adding bid modifiers to these websites, YouTube channels, apps that have the highest conversion rate for your industry. All right. Sophie Logan responds to question four saying competitor research, although at the same time, I wouldn't like my clients, competitors having more insights about them. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, that one. And Harrison responds to question four saying research takes a lot of time and can be expensive, whether that's competitor, keyword, creative, etc. AI that can assist in those areas and then provide information for a human to analyze would be great. And then Ashton Clark responds to question four saying competition and keyword research would be great use cases for AI. Chat GPT can help generate keyword ideas, but the volume and CPCs aren't accurate because the data they use only goes up until 2021. Asking about competitors can also give inaccurate answers for the same reason. So Julian asks, do you have any ethical concerns about the use of AI in PPC or even in AI in general? Gil goes, no, I will be the first person to embrace the power of true AI and set up a kingdom of servers hard-coded to my DNA in order to dominate the internet. Ooh, that sounds a bit painful. <laughs> Debbie Norton responds saying AI in PPC can be complacency with agencies with the set it and forget it approach in PPC. AI in general, like the matrix on steroids and mind boggling. And his response saying AI poses a lot of ethical problems. It is bringing us into the post-truth era. Answers are no longer scientific. They are probabilistic. Copyright is gone. 
Powerful tools can and will be misused. People will get lazy. Idiocracy and conspiracy will rise. Ooh, that sounds very conspiracy theorist. We then have Julie answering question five saying history has shown that all models include bias. So that is concerning. And if you're ever running a campaign on the Google Display Network, the idea of the internet being the data set is terrifying. Lawrence goes, yes, Google or any other company who owns the AI will inherently want to increase their own revenue, which will bias the machine. AI is cool, but our society is still very driven by money. And what can it do for me? Anders goes, yes, this is important to understand. It's been fed with a lot of Wikipedia bit, also some Reddits. Oh, right. And then we have Julia Weiss responding, saying, why? Yes, I do. I outlined a few here and she puts it in her a post. Yeah, I'll give a link to it. It's a very long post and that will make the timing of this episode double <laughs> if I decide to read it out. I'll put a link to her opinions on the show notes. So make sure you check that out on the marketing.anu forward slash podcast site. Tim Halloran responds saying, I think sourcing will be important. I also think combining AI with auctions could serve a board of directors well if tampered with. So regulating that may be important in the future too. Ashton Clark responds saying, yes, it can be a helpful tool if used carefully, but people are biased, which means that the data AI uses will be biased as well. Plagiarism and using other people's work without their consent is also an issue. Lawrence Chase responds saying it is just a matter of time before our AI overlords take over. <laughs> LOL. The truth is AI is going to be huge and probably quicker than anyone wants to hear. The writing is on the wall. The investments companies are making are for a reason. Change is coming. So yeah important message for all of us. Sophie Logan goes, my concern is that some agencies are going to put everything through AI and do very little in terms of bringing added value strategy and consultation for their clients, especially their smaller contacts. Absolutely. I've sadly already seen this on a lot of audits. I do the time they spend on the account strategy is a lot lower than the time they actually charge for rather than using it to free up time to use for other things. It helps them make more profits. And Hector responds saying, yeah, now nah, I guess I would rather be some of the first ones to run towards it. Like you run towards water on a beach. And then our final question from Julie is what AI tools are out there that you've either used or wanted to try been trying to capture them as you've shared them in the chat too. Girl responds, I've experimented a lot with chat GPT, but to be honest, it started to feel like I'm talking to a lobotomized politician. My crying goes, a rather new add on for Google Sheets is simple ML for Sheets. If you go to workspaces.google.com, I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Loads of links shared here. And yeah, Anders mentions um, chat GPT as well. And he goes, I think tons of AI applications will emerge in 2023. So yeah, hold on to your hats. We've got AI coming out this year as well. So yeah, on that note, we've come to the end of the chat. So that's our third chat of 2023 we've gotten through talking about AI and PPC are you using some of it are there some that you're seeing that we haven't mentioned that you think that we should check out I think there's one called jasper.ai that also helps with writing of content I think something like that will also help with writing ad copy ideas 
as well. But yeah, most of the AI tools that people are talking about here is pretty much chat GPT. I think Sophie Gauthier, she likes testing the images based tools. That's mainly just for personal interest. She's going to try anything that seems interesting and if it's free. So yeah, I know we're all about using free tools as well here. I hope you've taken some great takeaways from this chat as well. And if you want to continue the chat and if you have more ideas about AI and PPC, please join us on Thursday at 5 p.m. GMT, 12 p.m. Eastern time as we continue this chat on Twitter spaces. For any feedback about the podcast or even maybe a correction on anything that has been shared, do get in touch with me on Twitter. My DMs are open on my handle, The Marketing Anu, or on LinkedIn. Find me on Anu Adikbola. I'll be happy to chat with you. It'd also be great too for any longstanding members or brand new listeners to give the podcast a lovely rating. It's very quick. You can do a four or five out of star rating. That would be nice. On Spotify, if you just go to linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup and also just before i leave you with our outro i we've also got the ppc live uk event the number four the fourth one first one of the 2023 happening on february the 2nd tickets are only 16 pounds as i mentioned earlier on sophie logan one of our amazing ppc chat contributors she's going to be talking um, about microsoft ad network we've also got azim ahmed who's going to be talking about how ppc works within your marketing strategy we're going to have maddie crawford talking about ad copy and we've also got tiffany shares who also joins the ppc chat conversation sometimes talking about gtm so that's google tag manager so if you want to learn all about that go to ppcliveuk.com for your 16 pound tickets where you'll get drinks and food and pizza and snacks and some swag that i've got some nice tote bags some nice chargers some nice pens and some mugs i'm gonna give away as a prize for a mini competition i'm gonna do so yeah if any of those things sound interesting to you please go to ppcliveuk.com for your ticket so remember your campaign for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye and speak to you next week